Hi, I'm Chris Barker. And I'm Will Betts, and this is the Music Tech My Forever Studio podcast, brought to you in partnership with Evo by Audient. In this podcast, we speak with producers, engineers, DJs, and industry figureheads about their fantasy forever studio. The studio that our guests describe will be one that they have to live with forever. But even in this wild forever fantasy studio, we have some rules. Yes, let me explain the rules. Our guests will first select a computer, a DAW and an audio interface. That is free kit. Then our guests will be able to choose only six other bits of studio gear, plus one non-studio related luxury item. Chris, there is one more rule though, isn't there? Yep, 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 yep. We're in season four now, guys, so let's say it together. No bundles! Yep, there it is. No bundles. Choosing a package of separate software or hardware as a single item is not permitted. That's right. And navigating the rules this time, we have the EDM subgenre mashing duo that is Cruella. Yes, correct. The duo are not only DJs and producers, but singers, songwriters and sisters. Together, Cruella have been creating epic electronic music for over 15 years. With platinum record status, headline festival sets and with a brand new album out now, they are set for another huge year. Plus, a new mindset to making music and exploring new songwriting techniques means their Dream Forever studio could have some interesting choices. Yep, let's do it. This is My Forever Studio with Cruella. Welcome, Cruella. Hello. hello. Thank you guys hello, so much for hello. having us. Epic intro. I'm on Yes, I told you it was going to be epic, right? <laughs> there we go. We try and do it right. Um, before we get onto any kit, the first thing we like to talk about is like in this dream desert island studio scenario, where well, it doesn't even have to be on a desert island, it can be on the moon. Ooh, uh, <laughs> yes. Why do we both just like, oh, freak out? Where, where in the world... <laughs> Where, where in the world and why um, would you put your perfect dream studio or, you know, your creative space? This might be the hardest question because once you're there, you can't move. Like, this is forever. You can't move. That's yeah, it. Forever studio. Yeah. Oof. Okay. So I think we might have different places, which is, you yes. know, we'll have to agree on choosing one, but we'll throw... I like watching the compromise happen in real time, so let's Yes, <laughs> exactly. We'll throw both of our ideas in. Um, we live in LA and we have lived here for almost a decade now, and our whole family, most of our family has migrated here. So we've really fallen in love with this place, but when I was a child... I knew of LA only through, you know, bits and pieces of movies and TV shows, but one band recorded one of our collective favorite albums in a studio in Malibu, and that is Incubus's Morning Mm -hmm. View. And whenever I think about like the pinnacle of what my my dream studio would be, it would probably be the studio that Incubus recorded that in, in like what, 96 or something. I don't even know the year. But, I'm going to, yeah. uh, Will, is that Rick Rubin's studio? Pretty sure that's Rick Rubin's oh, studio. <laughs> oh, no. It, so, no, basically. I don't, want, I don't want to make you guys feel too cliched here, but this comes up all the time Does on the podcast. It? Oh, my <laughs> it's God. a very, very, very so good studio. Yeah. It's, it's honestly <laughs> no, no. such a piece of my childhood remembering that they were like, all at this studio with this beautiful ocean view. And I had never been to Malibu. I was like, what is Malibu? This magical place. So I think it has this this special spot in my heart where I'm like, one of my favorite bands made one of my favorite records in this glorious place that now, I mean, we don't live in Malibu, but we live 30 miles away that I basically call home. So it's on the list. But the biggest problem with Malibu is it doesn't rain enough for me to want my forever studio 
actually to be we there. might have to move okay. further up the coast we like, might we're getting warmer we know we like access to ocean mm-hmm. and that mountains sounds, yes. which california, california has both. close enough to family yes so we're checking those boxes yeah might have to go further north might have to go north i have to go north we um Willa, we uh, confirmed that it is Ruben's studio that did the Incubus recordings, or...? I'm 90% sure, but I will just let okay. the internet confirm, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, but it, it comes up a lot. It's, it's, got, it's meant to be, like, an incredible place, so, uh, you know... I bet. Yeah. I, bet. Um, I didn't even know it was Rick we're trying to, We're trying to track Rick Rubin down for the podcast oh, so that he yes. can... We can see what he chooses, because be when you've got that place, I mean... <laughs> like, where do you, you go choose? from there? You... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, where are you thinking up the coast? You're thinking... Keep going, keep going. You know thinking. where we stayed in Aptos? Yeah. That Somewhere in the, Airbnb. the Redwood Forest. Yeah. It rained the first day we got there, and it was so mystical, magical. It felt like we were transported to, like, you know, like King Arthur's time when it's all gloomy and <laughs> green and the trees are as tall as the gods. And, yeah, that's a, that's a good vibe. That's, like, that's how I live every day here in the UK, guys. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> Gloomy trees. Yeah, I, I hear you. We also um, want a sprinkle of sun, you know? You know, when yeah, it comes yeah. out, we're happy for it. So we, so okay. I guess we kind of landed on a location. Yeah. Let's say somewhere between Big Sur, California. And San Francisco. And San Francisco. In the Redwood Forest. In the Redwood Forest. Ooh. Can we request a hot tub outside? We'll get, we'll get to... Okay, to, the exterior. Uh, yeah, exteriors and things, and mm-hmm. we'll get to. Also, at the end of your studio thing, we have a luxury item to go in your studio as well. Oh, but we'll get, we'll get to that. Be, okay, it's going to be getting too excited. Mm. Um, and don't forget, this is a fantasy as well, so sky's the limit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you uh, know what? I'm stealing your idea with the moon. I think we should have a portal to the moon, like some sort of. Is that our? Is that our? We'll think about our luxury item. It yeah. might be. It well. might be a spaceship. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Fine. We're putting a pin in that one. And you're going to go remote, like, so, as in, like, you, you want forest, you're not going to be in a city. You like to work, I mean, where do you work now in comparison? Like, are you, can you walk down the street and go to a store, or are we you can. remote? We're in a quiet neighborhood, but it's close enough that the highway is right around the corner, you know? It's okay. it's not remote, but it kind of feels remote, because we don't ever really leave the house. We don't yeah. ever really leave the neighborhood that much, so in a sense, it has become remote. We're not we're not really those studio rats who feel like they need to leave and go get a coffee and go out to eat throughout the day. We kind of bring our own food or cook our own food or bring our own snacks. We really like to stay grounded in the studio when we're creating. But I do think being remote but having access to like the local village store, somewhere to get groceries and make our own food. Yes. That's village important. Vibes. That's important. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. And um, what about the sort of the, the aesthetic of the studio then? Like what kind of space? Because, you know, studios have many different styles and, you know, people are in them for many, many hours. So, mm. you know, get the wrong vibe can really upset <laughs> your process. Um, I mean, have you worked in other people's studios as well? Like, um, I mean, you don't have to name names, but uh, have you been in studios where you're just not comfortable, where you feel like you can't be there for a long time? I guess maybe you don't choose them but yeah we've definitely been in studios where um by the time we walk out I feel like I'm because it's so dark and we've entered when it's daylight and we've exited and it's suddenly dark and I'm like we just the whole day is gone and I didn't see any sun Mm. and so there's definitely things I think we have to have at least one room in our fantasy 
remote Redwoods Forest Studio where it's dark and cave-like, but then we need to have another room that's maybe just like got a, I guess I can't say a grand piano because that's one of the things that yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to we'll the get items. There. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the room that's maybe more of the live room and it's got a big skylight, you know, just like access to sunlight, but then also the cave portion okay. of the studio. It's got to have both. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, right. Well, I guess let's let's move on to the free items because uh, we can usually whip through these. Everybody yes. sort of needs them in the studio. A computer. Yeah. A DAW and an audio interface. I mean, what's in the fantasy studio in the, for those three items? You get these for free. They don't come off your list. But um, are, are you Mac? Are you PC? Are you door? Are you computerless? Are you using an Atari? You know, um, <laughs> definitely not computerless. We are Mac. Although you know what? It's funny. We've never worked on a PC, so it's hard for me to even choose one without having ever tried the other. Maybe someday I'll do my best to get into the PC game, but for now, for the Forever Studio, we're Mac. And I would probably, I mean, we just upgraded to the M1s, and I'm like, oh, how nice would it be to have like the desktop M1? Just We got laptops, but I'm like, how nice would it be to have the desktop and just like really big screen and if we're talking DAW we're in Ableton okay and I mean Mac, Mac wise you can max it out you can go for the but I mean could you oh. be without your laptop so this is a forever studio you only get one computer so I mean yes because Jahan and I are big notebook people like even with songwriting or jotting down ideas and as long as we have our phones on us like voice recording and yeah we can step outside into this redwood forest this hypothetical redwood forest and i think it's actually good to step outside from being glued to the the big screen all day i think it's really good to separate yourself at least to get the fundamentals of songwriting down true yeah Mm. yeah well i mean i only ask that because obviously some people like like to have the laptop for a similar reason to take the whole studio out but you can like keep it separate that's nice I'm torn. Okay. I think I want the beast. I want the desktop beast. Yeah. yeah. So we're we going what? for the M1 Studio, the new one. Yes. As of time of recording, the Let's brand go. new. Let's it's like go. a the silver lunchbox. Yeah. It is that. a silver <laughs> lunchbox. Yes, it is. Yes, okay. it is. Excellent. And Ableton. How long have you been on Ableton for? Is this like a forever thing? Or forever. Yeah. Forever. Always. Always and forever. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I mean, I know when I was a young child, GarageBand was my gateway, you know, like any kid with their parents. It was our mom's work computer. And I'm like, let's see what I can make with some GarageBand. But besides that, never used any other DAW besides Ableton. And what made you choose Ableton at the time? Like, was there a particular person or or an act or a video or something you saw that made you go? Because there's obviously still a lot of choice. Of course, of course. And and I actually just realized I lied. We did, we do, we've dabbled with Pro Tools, but it's not my favorite. Um, But back to the Ableton thing. Um, Our um, original, we had an original third member, Chris, and Ableton was his first, I would actually say second, because I think he actually started in reaper yeah so i think he when he transitioned to ableton it just was so user friendly and i'm like that's what we're gonna do we started making all of our mixes in ableton it was just like the simplest most user friendly and now i can't imagine working in anything else it's just you know the thing i've stared at for so long and what about um 
the final one of your freebies and the audio interface like um i guess mic inputs and stuff are quite important to you as absolutely um we actually already have this so i guess it's cheating a little bit but i'm obsessed you know, it's with not it. cheating it's the apollo x6 interface we have the rack mount and it is a beast it is a beast because obviously we're vocalists we're recording all the time we need something that has that real time no latency and even Mm -hmm. when we're if we have a friend that comes over to record guitar like i need to be be able to plug and go with uh so much ease and it's a beast and that's the one that's that's my one and uh what did you have before that and was it a huge did it make a huge difference you really noticed when you went from what you had before to this it was actually the Apollo twin. It's actually, this is, <laughs> this is our guest room setup. This is not studio a, but I yeah. have the Apollo twin just still sitting here, but you know, definitely not as much of a beast, but I still really love Apollo and UAD as a company. So yeah. Yeah. stuck with them. Again, a very popular choice on the podcast. Yes. A very popular choice. Right. <clears throat> now it gets, a, now it gets a bit inter- interesting because we're, we're starting to fill the studio. We've got six items. <laughs> Mm. Now, these can be instruments, they can be hardware, they can be software. They cannot be a bundle. No bundles. No bundles. That is the worst <laughs> rule. Do you, you know how hard you make it for people? Oh, my God. Got to make it hard. Got to make it hard. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget, And don't forget, you haven't even got any speakers yet as well. I know, I, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Trust me. I'm like, that's the first so, thing that I'm, I'm choosing. So, item number one. Cruella, item speakers. number one. We'll start with speakers. Yeah. Um, we, we love the Neumann KH310s and with the matching sub because we make dance music and we got to turn the sub on sometimes, but they are, and I've done a lot of shootouts to compare different speakers for the type of music that we make. They are my favorite. They have so much. What came, what came a close second? I'm just interested. Um, Oh my goodness. I'm actually going to blank because it's been so so long since the shootout. Um, it was the, you know, give me, it'll come in, it'll come to me in a moment during this podcast. I'm like, oh, that was it. And but don't I stress, remem- this is all edited. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the close second didn't nearly have as much low end without sub. I'm talking like even without sub, the Normans were just far more suited for the type of music we make and I think being able to have that like true to club sound in your own home studio Mm. I mean for the for all intents and purposes we make club dance music for the most part and I think that being able to feel that in the studio what it might feel like in a club or a venue it's like what we rely on like our body needs to feel it we need to to have that like gut instinct that we're going in the right direction sonically so it's and that's why important. you need to be in the middle of nowhere in a forest as well. <laughs> no scaring the, scaring the wildlife. You can't that be the upstairs true. neighbor, can you? That's true. But you know, yeah. no noise complaints. So there we go. Well, squirrels can't write, famously. They can't, they can't call. They can't call the cops on you. The squirrels, they can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so we, we're going for... Is it, Will, can we uh, upsell some dreams here? Uh, ups, we can ups. maybe upsell some dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, you've got yeah. The, it's a great choice, though. Honestly, the KH series. They must do something more expensive, bigger, better. I d- I'm not sure that they do actually. I think those are the biggest ones that they do. Because wow. I've got a pair of the little ones of the teeny tiny. Those like, are great too. Uh, love, love those. Yeah. But um, 
The 310s, no, there's no upsell on those, I'm afraid, Chris. <laughs> wow. Okay. With the sub well, as well, because the sub would have been the upsell. Yeah. So you've already upsold your own dreams. I, is it okay that I kind of combined that in one? Like, the sub is a part of the speaker it's, package. Is that okay? Yes. So that, look, they, sure. We allowed this. This is like the one free pass that we Fine. give okay. in terms yeah. of the, the bundle rules. But it's, you know, we're... We're walking a fine line. I can't, I can't remember which I can't remember which artist or producer it was that that, that suckered us into that. But now it has to be a rule for everybody because oh, yeah. true. broke, they broke set the rules the in a precedent. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We let it slide once. We were bad. Anyway, let's move on to item number two. So you've got your basic. You've got your. You've got your setup now. You can make music now. I'm you sweating, guys. This is so <laughs> difficult. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. I think we should jump what? to the microphone. Yes, yeah. the next important thing for us: microphone. Item number two. Item number two has to be the microphone. You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. We're singers. And we make so much... I mean, we use our voices in terms of production as well. I mean, if you listen to our new album, there's so many layers that are just like mm. hums that created... We used as MIDI and created a whole synth out of that. And then there's also like low-end layers of Jahan just going into a really guttural growl and that we processed into a sub like we use our voices so much so it's it's interesting that isn't it because you'll see people program a synth for hours to get a sound that sounds vowel like and like somebody doing that and it's like just record your voice (laughs) i feel like we have this this like superpower because we just do that automatically and have always done that and it's so much fun it makes making music Mm. more fun when you can tangibly create something from your voice love it um and truly unique because nobody else has your voice that's the thing it's like it's it's like you can there's still a chance that somebody can program that synthesizer in the same way but that is never going to be the same so i love that I want to know who's who's driving the growling. Is it, is it you, Yasmin, or is it Jahan? Are you? What's the deal here? Who's saying, let's do the growl? Sometimes it comes out instinctually when we're like. There have been a couple times where we'll be in the finishing stages of a song and we'll kind of go in and do ad lib layers. And for me, a lot of the mm. time, instead of ad libs, it's these deep, like. Oh, very primal sounding calls and i've seen you do some like quite punky stuff as well as kind of like screams, shouts and like yeah yeah, yeah wicked <laughs> and i think yasmin on the for me in my head i'm just like this is a complete mess but on the other end when yasmin's recording me i think she'll have a vision of how to kind of weave it into our base layers or chop it up we always have like um a scrap layer when we're recording vocals where i'm like okay that's not top line that might not be an ad lib but i'm going to put it in in the scrap track and we're going to use it somewhere some way somehow at some point and some of them end up in the oddest places we always find effects like yes percussive elements we make like vocal like like vocal sweeps and risers i mean it's endless it gives us a good giggle in the studio too I was going to say, you must have to work some, you both must have to work on your straight faces when this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the comedic relief when we start doing the mouth effects because it kind of reminds me of when we're a kid and you're just like making up your own sound. Absolutely. <laughs> with your mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's, it's sort of, the, it's those sort of innocent sort of moments and those kind of moments of madness or what you have, the way you get the most original, unique, interesting things. I mean, 
I was, I was in the studio with uh, rappers in Atlanta pre-pandemic and they were just saying just come just say what comes into your head like mm. and they come up with these really odd lyrics and odd lines because it's just it's so free thinking that you just yes. don't overthink it and then that becomes yeah. the hook because nobody would ever sit down and write that line it just comes out as like mm. you know when you're just vibing it's not thought out yeah yep yep it's magic because I, I saw i saw you sort of had that when you were saying about lyric writing as well Absolutely. It's mostly gibberish in the beginning and then words will start to form. And then if full phrases haven't come in out, come out, we'll write lyrics to the gibberish phrase. But we hate forcing lyrics in. Sometimes the lyrics that were gibberished out, like you just said, are the thing that you end up writing about. Even though you didn't have the intention to write a song about that, it just flows that way. And that's where the magic is, is like that intuitive initial moment you can never get that again. That was mm. special. Is that happened on the most recent release then? Are there tracks on there where you started out with gibberish and it sort of formed into something more? Yes, 100%. I Traces is probably... Yeah, I, th- I would actually say most of the yeah. songs, but the mm. most, yeah, the most specific yeah. one is Traces, the second album on the track. Jahan, I literally think... The... <laughs> you just refer to the second track on the album. <laughs> But yeah, the, the hook of that song, I think, is mostly Jahan's first take of her just singing whatever came out of her mouth. And we were like, cool, that's it. We're going to use that. You, you, can't, <laughs> you can't predict that. You can't predict that. It's amazing. And also, just on the, on the point of, like, you having these these experiments these vocal experiments and you talked about being kids again like you guys have clearly been making music together forever has it been a forever thing or is it something you discovered later as kids we were always playing like and we experimented and explored all forms of creativity whether it was like drawing art visual art was a big part of our household growing up because our mother's a graphic designer and illustrator Mm. we always had music going we're you know dancing making up our own plays with our sister and our cousin um very imaginative kids but i don't it never really crossed our minds as careers as kids it kind of seemed like a it felt like a form of escapism for us a form of play and i would say it was when we were you were still in high school or i was my last year in yeah, high school 15 or 16 Jahan was 17 18 and then we were like cool we can we can make this a thing we can take this seriously behind our parents wow. back because it was terrifying for them <laughs> I was gonna say like did you have the full support of because of, not not everybody always does no, not not quite <laughs> yeah. until we started actually playing festivals and getting booked for shows and they're like oh mm. this is a real career got it cool I think the okay. word that comes to mind for me is like skepticism which I think a lot of parents feel when they see their children or teenagers going into any sort of creative fields or any sort of alternative form of um, alternative career. Um, And the energy around it was like, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But they were supportive. I guess it's extra scary for parents in dance music as well, because it's kind of, it's associated to like that club culture and everything else. And it's not like you're... Yeah. yeah. Our dad was pretty concerned about us, like us just being around drugs and access to alcohol all the time. Rightfully yeah. so. I think it's an important thing. You know, we were so young and impressionable when we first started out. Um, but our mom actually is the one who um, 
loaned us money for our first microphone. So she was supportive in practical ways and mm-hmm. helped us out with paying rent when we decided that we needed to quit our jobs to focus on music. Well, that takes us full circle to item number two. So what was that first... What was yeah. that first microphone, and uh, and and what's been the microphone journey from that first microphone? You guys are gonna laugh because the first microphone is still the microphone that's now in Studio yes. A, and it is. Your mum bought you a Neumann U sixty seven. No, <laughs> no, but that's that's a good close. Like that's if I didn't ha- love the mic we have, that would probably be my gold standard, but. The, the mic that we bought with a loan from our mother is a Sony C800. I don't think you can oh, upsell. Wow. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> that what just are co- you talking about? Yes. So, First microphone. Yes. So that, okay. complete, that completely destroys my cheeky joke about getting a Neumann because you got to be even better. Okay. Good. I love good. Neumann okay. mics. Don't get me wrong. Neumanns and Manleys, on, we have very... Not very different voices, but I have a lot more high-end. My timbre is different, and Johan is a lot more low-end. So the Sony C800, since it is more like a bright and shiny mic, sounds amazing on Johan's voice. And I feel like I have to process my vocals slightly differently and EQ my vocals a lot differently on the Sony C800. But it doesn't change the fact that the sheen on it for the kind of music we make, again, it's like more pop-leaning, dark pop-leaning dance music. It has just been the thing that has lasted and withstood time for us. And we started with it. We kind of branched away from it. We actually lent it to a few of our friends for two years and went on a different microphone journey. And then when we were building building the home studio during the pandemic, I got that mic back and we made the new record fully with that mic. And I'm like, damn, it's okay. I love it again. I love it. I just needed a break from it, but I love it again. So tell us how, how, you, how you chose that as your first mic. Like, how, did, were you exposed to it before somewhere? Or like, because yes. it's not, not everybody's, I, I, I've never used one of those mics. I've seen them, but I've never used one. Um, so, and I'd never seen one when I was, you know, in high school. <laughs> Our former member, Chris, he was working closely with someone named Ken Lewis, and um, who's a producer and writer. And I think that was his recommendations when he was thinking of shooting for like the highest quality. Yeah. It's also more than that. I think we were all obsessed with the pop music of the time, which Mm -hmm. was, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's probably a dark thing to talk about right now, but Dr. Luke was like the head of what was happening. It was like 2010. He was the Mm -hmm. king of pop music. He had just like graduated from being Max Martin's underbelly. And he was like the guy. And that was the mic that they used all the time in his studios. And we were obsessed with that era of music. And yeah, it kind of stemmed from that. It was a, it was a tall order to think that we were worthy of that mic, but I think we've grown into it nicely. (laughs) Well, and you still have it, which is amazing. Like, you know, it's like, She's been repaired a few times, but still going strong. A few times. So not reliable is what I'm hearing. So it's just (laughs) because it's a tube mic, it's just the tubes sometimes get dirty. Sometimes it's not a repair. Sometimes it's just like a cleaning. She just needs a little sprucing up here and there. Okay, okay. She Does she have a name? She doesn't. I'm saying she is though, but like, I don't know. She might be a, I don't know what she is. She's just old reliable for now we'll come up with a name someday yeah yeah when you do tag us 
We, <laughs> we named her. We so finally young. named her. Yes, She's finally. So okay, and um, so that's going straight into the uh, Universal Audio right now, or it is. will it have? It mm. is. Okay, yes. so we can move on to item number three. I'm sweating again. <laughs> <laughs> So you only have Ableton so far as well. Don't forget, software, exactly. you've only got Ableton. Mm-hmm. I think the beauty of Ableton is, and I think a lot of people who have Ableton s- sometimes know this when they download it, but then forget it as time goes by. But the stock plugins are really, really good. So that's mm. the only bit of like relief I have right now in knowing that, okay, well, if I can't have Valhalla Shimmer or Valhalla... You can have it. I can't because I need to choose other things. Okay, I can't. <laughs> but like Ableton has some really nice verbs. Now, and I can sleep at night knowing that and it's fine. Um, okay. I'm so sorry. Our dog is in here with us. Do you mind it's if okay. we pause and I let her out of the yep. room real quick? That's fine. You got it? Her, her, she, claws. her, her claws on wait, the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Show us your dog first. Yes. Come on. Scarlett, come here. Show us the they dog. Wanna, show they want to see This Scarlet. should be a new bit for the come mag. Yeah. Show us your dog. Oh, you this want to be hey. Keep her on the bed. Oh, maybe there we go. Maybe Aww. she can just stay yeah. there. She's okay. She's a. She's definitely a studio dog. Does Any... a dog count as an item? No. Uh, we allow. We we had this conversation and about family members. Um, and it's all fine. You're not. You're not. It's not like a apocalyptic scenario here. You Thank can have you your guys. pets and your friends and stuff. Don't. <laughs> it's another bone you threw us. <laughs> I actually feel like she's and really. Dog. She's been. Oh, she's a pit bull mix. She's been important for the creative process because sometimes when we're like really in the vortex, it's like looking at her and having a moment to pet her is a good way to kind of like take a little a breather and a reminder Mm. to connect with a a living being. I I had a friend producer whose dog used to always, when he visited studios, they'd always like fall asleep in like the really bassy part of the room where like... Yes, and they, so he'd know like where the kind of oh if you stand there then you can hear these massive peaks at like really 30 funny. hertz or whatever and the dog used to like it it was like a little mm, she weird. likes the vocal booth actually she really loves yeah. she loves the studio she's a good studio dog but yeah she'll crawl into the dark abyss of the bo- vocal booth even if nobody's in there she just wants to go there on her own it's very I strange. guess it must be really relaxing for them because their hearing's so good. Maybe the acoustics and the no oh. echoes and maybe that chills them out. I don't know. I never thought about it that way. It's so dead in there. Yeah. They don't have to worry yeah. about all these yeah. like Yeah, things all the stuff on. we can't hear. Maybe that yeah. just helps. Yeah. Very true. Bit. Very true. The Music Tech My Forever Studio podcast is supported by Evo by Audient and the Evo 16 audio interface. The Evo 16 is packed with eight award-winning Evo preamps alongside Audience Advanced Converter technology, which will make recording even easier and better sounding. That's right, featuring their signature Smart Gain Level technology, a groundbreaking motion UI control system, and all the ins and outs for even your biggest sessions, the Evo 16 is a powerhouse interface. I've got to say, I'm a huge fan of that Smart Gain feature, and with eight inputs, you can perfectly set levels for a full drum kit, in seconds and with intelligent features like this and powerful easy to use design evo 16 is a new way of doing things for music makers home recording enthusiasts and producers looking to up their interface game the evo 16 interface is suggested to retail at 399 pounds 469 euros and 499 dollars in the usa discover evo online at evo.audio item number three 
did you play instruments before you got into electronic music or you know are we going to have real instruments in the studio or? I, we're going to discuss this yeah. is one of the things that we're going to have to come <laughs> I, I might have to make a case for guitar here we 100% will have a guitar on the list it's something I just started playing only a few months ago um, and it's completely just on my own at home it's completely changed my songwriting process and my relationship to my voice and it's something that I feel like as we make new music, I would absolutely, it feels like a staple um, as far as just like navigating around the fretboard and finding chords as to ground a melody as well. So It stops actually, you, like picking up a new instrument stops you falling into the same habits with how you reach for chords yeah. or where you go True. and stuff. And yeah. certain chords also, because I've always written to beats that already exist or if Yasmin's playing chords, um, I feel like when you're discovering your own chords, it brings out the theme or the lyric or the emotion mm. itself simply like by, by like I'll just throw my I'll kind of be experimenting with different chords in the guitar and I'm like oh my god this makes me feel a certain way so it's definitely it's become invaluable I guess there's so much heritage in guitar music as well that like you accidentally like put yourself in like a, a record or like a an era or by those transitions and those chords like i love because you've got there's so many references mm, throughout so like yes. musical history mm. that you can even by yeah. accident you, you're suddenly in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s oh, or whatever yeah 100 love that well, how are you feeling ask me about the thing okay. is is if <laughs> if you don't put the guitar in there i'm going to struggle with like what could fill that and i will fall down a rabbit hole so i think we should put the guitar in there okay yes it gives us a moment to step outside in the forest and create in the forest yes like on the mm. balcony of the studio or in the okay. sunlight room oh too. it's so true there's a balcony so is there okay oh my goodness <laughs> will will's just scrapping plans architecture plans as yeah. you're talking just you're drawing stuff out. the blueprints yeah. i'm texting the architect right now as the nightmare guys so simple, guys are out in a balcony like, we could have gone above and beyond with the studio we're like it's just it, we are simple yeah, though we, we need are. a really really good vibe close to nature and i think that, that it's really simple yeah. yeah we don't need much we just yeah. need the the right equipment and that's it okay but you know what you might you need to upsell me on the guitar because well i was i'm using a very just very basic Gibson that we've had since we were like teenagers. We got it when I was 10, actually. It was for my 10th birthday. Yeah. It's a good, it was like the basic Gibson, like the base model yeah. acoustic guitar. I can't even remember what model it was, but it's, we still have it. It's really good for right now years later. Like learning how to navigate the guitar, but eventually I'm like, I'm going to get to the point where I want to make an investment. So please so sell us. Upsell up us. Uh, well electric or acoustic Ooh. electric acoustic electric you got to be able to electric. plug that in but you, yeah. you want to be able to play it yes. without it being plugged yeah. in as well yeah a little bit okay of- do you well want to stick with gibson or do you want to go for like a martin or a taylor or oh, taylor my, my boyfriend has a taylor acoustic and it is so so beautiful it sounds great it's actually on the intro of our album he recorded on his well taylor. we can just take that one just steal we it. can just take, take that one for sure <laughs> it is a but very nice collection. I think the option mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if we leave a little dramatic pause for us to upsell your dreams. Yeah. Upsell your dreams. It's angelic. <laughs> oh, yeah. My goodness. I love that. <laughs> anyway, let's upsell some dreams. Um, well, well, we can take a guitar from anywhere. Like, let's take one from history, from one of your favorite ever oh, guitarists or your favorite. Oh. Let's get it signed. You know, think about this stuff. Come oh, on. ooh. You really opened up the door just now. You really, oh, that's 
it's the, the fantasy forever studio gone deeper yep Oof. damn i mean we were talking about incubus earlier. i know <laughs> i mean i would say like the foundation of like our our inspiration as kids growing up and when i think about melodies and songwriter Brandon songwriting Boyd. and structure for stru- songs incubus mm-hmm. You know, probably one of the biggest inspirations for our songwriting in the beginning stages. I feel like I would be very emotionally connected to that guitar. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I'm an incubus novice, I have to say. Uh, I know their tracks, but it doesn't strike me as something where there'd be many acoustic guitars, though. Incorrect. Wish you were here. It's just wish you were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll see you later, guys. (laughs) Chris Chris is off. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Will, you're like incorrect <laughs> immediately uh, point, point of order um so the yeah there's a lot of acoustic guitar on that I, mike einziger played an acoustic all over that record um he's such a legend guitar player my god take his guitar gotta take it just take yeah. mike's guitar just take mike's guitar yeah get him actually, sign it like maybe it. get him sign it love I'll it to cruella love 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 mike done i, I love that <laughs> it's amazing block parties and yeah. other bands that Kelly plays guitar. Yeah. Lead singer. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely more electric. Yeah. Yeah. We can't have so that, two. I know. We can't yeah. have two guitars. Oh, he plays a telly. Yeah. Oh, so what's it going to be? It's going to be the acoustic over I the, think it's. I think it's going to be the definitely. acoustic. I think it'll come more okay. in handy over time. So what, what are we on now? Item number four? Item number four. Oh, no. Item number four. Wait, no. It's going back <laughs> too quick. This, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <sighs> Plugins. Because I know Ableton stock plugins don't have it all. And I think the one thing we don't go a single session without is Serum. It's just, you know, we use it for like almost every single song's low end. And on top of that, synth leads. And the amount of things that you can create with Serum is kind of infinite. So I have to choose Serum. I think it might be the only plugin I choose. Unless you think of one, you're like, wait, no, 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 no. We also need this one, but we're running out of things to be able to have. So I think I might need to choose Serum. We, I mean, yeah. we will have a, we will have a rundown at the end, and uh, if there's any panic at the end for cho- choosing. Oh, okay, okay, I like that. We can we yeah, can do some swap yeah. out. There is there's a last but, chance saloon. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, we'll have our okay. last chance saloon. When we'll do the we'll we'll set the scene later. But right now, let's let's put Serum in and uh, let's go serum. to item number five. Yes, maybe we need headphones. Right. <gasps> what do you think? At least for you, for mixing. <laughs> the thing is, for me, I was like, maybe we can just pretend that the headphones don't exist, so I can actually have a keyboard I want or something. Let me I let mean, me think. Oh shoot! For recording, we need headphones. Well, if you've got if you've got in ear pods and you're happy to use those for like recording. Sure. We'll take you it. Could, you could, you <gasps> know, Another bone. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's yeah. Put Again, we. Headphones on the back burner. But if you want studio headphones, they are a separate item. You know what I mean? If you want proper, like we've all got on now, if you want proper headphones, then the ones I'm wearing right now, I would want. But I can't take them with me yet. I can't take. Tell them. us about the ones you're wearing right now, though. Let's let's let everybody know. They're Odysseys. They're the LCD tens. Oh. We also have the LCD Xs, which are incredible, but they're huge and kind of. You you can't. I could wear these all day. And never fatigue, like, physically, but then also sonically. But the 10s I used for a lot... I didn't mix the album myself, but I did the premixes for the album. And the 10s came so... Like, I did most of the premixes on the 10s, and they were so good. They're so crispy. They're so true to sound. 
They're really good when you were trying to mix club music. So yeah. we're not adding them to the list, though. We're no, not okay. adding them to the okay. list because I think other things are more imperative. Okay. Two more items. Let me think. This is where like the rubber meets the road for me because as I was conceptualizing this earlier today, I think I was in the shower. I'm like, what's going to be the keyboard or synth? Because I don't think I can have a keyboard and a synth. And I have a dream, I have a dream synth since I was a child, actually, since I was a, a teenager and I was in an indie band in high school. What were they called? Oh, the, the, the band in high school is called Sunset and Camden, which are the streets and singing in the rain. Where they're yeah. singing in the rain, the, st- the corner, street corners. Um, I really wanted it to be more embarrassing than that. That's quite cool. Oh, no, it's, <laughs> I didn't come up with the name, so I can't take credit. The other lead singer of the band did, but um, that was my high school band. And we would all geek over synths together. And Moog in general is just like at the top tier for me. But the Moog one was always the dream. Well, I mean, it's a it's a good one, Will, right? It's and it's, it's something we upsell people to, so you're already oh. you're upselling yourself here, which is great. It's, it's great to so, see. It's really expensive. What is it like a four thousand dollars synth? And it's, oh, it, it's is, well, like 10, is it 10, more? 000. Is it like seven? Oh, it's ten. Yeah, yeah. See, you can tell I haven't, I haven't actually but, like seriously looked into buying it in a long time. So man, and um, I think. Um, you know, you say you want a keyboard, but it'll, it's obviously it's got MIDI. It's probably got USB it's, as and well. And it's also it? polyphonic. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. it would cover the bases. I yeah. do. We have um, the Arturia Key Lab 88. And it yeah. is so nice to play a weighted keyboard when you're coming up with stuff in the studio. So it's really sad. I'm like, do I choose function over just like pure sparking joy? And I think for me... Is it okay if I choose? You can hijack this one. <laughs> I think for my childhood heart, and also just for like expanding the sounds we can make in the studio, I think I would choose the Moog one. I think I'm going to make it the fifth item. Dream girl. She's got expensive taste. Damn. How many keys is the Moog one? Is it 61 or do they do an 88? They surely don't do an 88. They, they don't do an 88, yeah. no. They don't, no. Um, is it is it 61? Or is it 49? What's your it, it, key lab? Sixty-one. It's a sixty-one. Key lab. Key lab is eighty-eight. 88 oh, okay. Keys. Okay. It's like a proper, yeah. big, giant keyboard, which is really nice. But then again, like, it's it's like the, it's the crazy sparks of inspiration that you can get toying around with a Moog that I feel like I'm craving in the studio. We don't have a synth in the studio like that yet, so I'm manifesting. Something about getting hands on, is it? Yes. Similar to to what you're saying about the guitar as well. It's it's different. It's just different Absolutely. to interact Absolutely. with a real instrument. We're gonna have to upsell you on this one to the sixteen voice rather than I think the eight voice. I mean look Let's do it. Money's upsell. no object here, so thousand dollars and Done. Let's do Done. it. Yep. Let's do it. I'm yep. sold. Okay. You you up you upsold me. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Last item for the studio gear anyway. Last mm. item. Oh my gosh. Um, is there anything else in your heart that you're like, would love this? Yeah, Jahan, come on. I, f- I feel compl- Yasmin's the one who's navigating the software and the tech stuff and the equipment. For me, I feel very, very satiated with a guitar because it's kind of opened up a whole new world for me since mm-hmm. I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that in itself is infinite as to what I can yeah. learn there. 
and the amount of time that I could spend. And you have forever to learn, so. Exactly. Uh, It's an infinite thing having a real instrument, which is why I'm like, baby grand? No. no. Um, Why not go full grand? Yes, that's true. But there's something about, (laughs) I I have this vision for like the size of a baby grand and how it fits in a room. And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe it would just, but how, because how big is our studio? Maybe it fits a grand. Maybe it fits a grand. Um, I lost the architect. <laughs> let me know if it fits in the blueprints. Maybe it'll be the, the luxury okay, item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come back to you. It needs I, to fit on the balcony, Will. It's doable. Yeah. The, the <laughs> fact that we can't do bundles is really what's killing me because <laughs> it's, it makes it so much more difficult. Yes. Um, what bundle? What are you missing? I I would definitely it, I'm torn between Waves. They're just like complete bundle mm-hmm. because we use Waves plugins on almost everything. But um, do you process your vocals in any way, Melodyne or 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 yeah. yes. or okay. auto tunes or you know? And you have absolutely and you have them for effects sake as well, right? I mean, that's going to be a absolutely. big part of your sound. So we do. We record actually with. Um, auto-tune direct in but it's also been such a fun thing to play with it adds such a nice sheen and even adjusting the retune speed in different areas just to like have a different effect or sometimes there's literally the retune speed is completely down but humanizes all the way up and it's just there for that nice little sheen question yes ask your current vocal chain what does that look like Ooh, there's a lot of fun stuff um we are we always have fab filter with q3 it's like the beginning of the vocal chain um so ssl eq i've got on there and that that is like the major component of making this this sound good right now usually when we're going in on actual vocals we have ohala i have h delay a lot of waves plugins um eq8 the Ableton stock is thrown in there because it's a wonderful EQ. I use EQ8 and EQ3 arguably more than any equalizer besides FabFilter Q3. Um, and then on top of that, if we are doing um, big sounding lead vocals, I have a chorus on there. I have um, Arvox, the Renaissance the Waves plugin. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Couple other, couple other fun ones depending on what kind of vocal, and then auto tune, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's the basic. You know, I mean, there's obviously so many other things when we're do- going back and doing the vocal production. Lots of random stuff is thrown on. I really love sound toys. That's why I'm like, if I could choose a bundle, maybe I'd choose the sound toys bundle. And this, this, this whole thing has been very difficult. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. the bundle thing is the. It's the reason that makes this interesting. Otherwise, it's we'd... a killer. Yeah. yeah, I think one of my favorite plugins for experimenting, though, and I used it so much when we were working on the last album, is um, Substance. It's an output plugin, but the problem is, is that you need contact to host it. So here's my thing. That's fine. There's there's a contact player. We can okay. we can. That's okay. Thank we'll, you. Um, yeah. I won't. Because... I won't have any other contact plugins. I'll just use it as the host for a substance. I promise. Well, I promise. so 
if you do have other ones, we do come round and delete them <laughs> yeah. every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that <laughs> is another night. precedent that's been set. Yeah. yeah. You you guys creep in every night. Yeah. yeah. Mission Impossible style. Oh yeah. And then just get into the plugin folder and just that's, take everything. That's out. why we had to make friends with your dog. Oh, oh. <laughs> you see. because she'll let you guys in. There will be no. Yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah. She won't yeah. bark when she sees you. She'll no, because we're all friends now, tail. so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I so you think... are allowed contact. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a, okay. That's all fine. So that final item, it was output. What was it called? Substance. Substance. I think it might be, but you know, it's so funny. It's like that's my flavor of the not even the month the year i've been really loving this plugin because it is so the parameters on it are infinite you can really adjust that one to the the moon and you will never run out of different ways to use it and i i feel like it is so useful in that way more than just like subs and leads but like little ear candy moments strange effects to like layer with vocals. I mean, it really has felt infinite for me. So it's that's so a, That's hard. a good recommendation. That's kind of what this is about as well, is like turning people onto other stuff. It's a fun one. And I also think if you are a producer that is hitting a wall with like, not even a song, but like maybe where you want to evolve your sound into, it's a really fun plugin to just experiment with different kinds of sounds and mm. see where something could take you into maybe a new genre you've never tried making or adding some spice you've never add, added before. So I think it's a good experimental plugin as well. Okay, fantastic. And has this appeared on the new record? Absolutely. It's used on maybe five or six songs on the record, I would say. Yeah. Maybe even okay. maybe even seven because it's in the intro. The intro for the first track is it? Yeah, the, the, there's substance on that. Yeah, it's so funny saying cool. substance because it sounds there's some substance in there. <laughs> <laughs> we added substance. Some yeah. double entendre. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Oh my um, gosh, I'm sweating, guys. That was so difficult. <laughs> well, here we go. Will, can you give us the the full set the scene, run down this Fantasy Forever studio? Mm. Have a listen to this, see what you think, and see if you want any changes. But here we go. Okay, so before we get to this, I'm just going to point out that I was completely wrong about it being uh, Rick Rubin's studio. It's no, not. I knew it. <laughs> you got it, Chris. So all of my actually, I think you'll find moments. Uh, I take it all back. Oh no! Um, it's it's called Morning View Studio. It mm. was. Um, used to be just a house they just turned a house into a studio oh wow okay okay so yeah um so i love that mm. do we want to move there from big sir it doesn't rain enough yeah i think it needs to <laughs> rain from time to time but well they definitely it wasn't what rick, rick rubin didn't buy it afterwards or something no it's totally no. separate Diff- okay. totally separate totally Damn. separate yeah okay. Damn. sorry it's not shangri-la no mm. we'll stick with our cabin in the woods yeah the, the treehouse cabin yeah. in the redwoods Exactly. So we're in Northern California in a remote Redwood studio. It's the floor plan from Morning View Studio used to record Morning View by Incubus. Love. We've, uh, we've spoken to the, uh, the designer. It's all good. <laughs> we have a live room which is full of sunlight so you're connected to the day. We have a, a mixing room which is a little bit more cosy. There's a balcony. I'm not quite sure where, but there is a balcony. Your computer is a Mac M1 studio fully spec'd out. Your interface is an Apollo X6 from Universal Audio. Your DAW is Ableton Live 11 Suite. 
and your studio items. For speakers, you have the KH310s with the matching KH750 DSP sub for a true to club sound. Your vocal mic is your very first vocal mic, the <laughs> Sony C800. Your guitar is Mike Einziger's guitar. Um, it is a 1930s Gibson oh. with a small body. Uh, that is the guitar that was used, Stunning. I believe. You have Serum for synth sounds in the box. You have a Moog One 16 voice as your hardware synth. And you also have output substance for ear candy, basses, and vocal layering. How does that sound? My goodness. Because some of it is what we don't have yet, I'm like, oh, would be nice. I think, I think we're going we're gonna to look into some of the things that we're missing in the studio and make our current studio the fantasy studio, yes. including okay, well, Mike's guitar. I'm going to like <laughs> knock on his door and be like, Mike? I don't know, Mike. I wish I did. DM him. We we made this, <laughs> yeah. We made this plan, Mike, and uh, <laughs> you weren't aware of it, but that's ours now. Exactly. Um, well, before we finish, we have the final item, which is isn't a piece of music gear, but it's some mm-hmm. luxury item uh, that you you would love to have in the studio at all times. Is there something in the studio that you wish you could have? So it's a non-music related item, right? Yeah. Yeah. It can be to do with creativity. You know, we've had people choose v- very random things, but like, uh, and and really, really crazy random things. But yeah, it can be anything. It could be could be a painting that you've always moved from studio to studio. It could be something that you you've always wanted. Or when we were designing the studio, and we were saying this is a log cabin treehouse vibes vibe mm. in the redwood forest. Does that inherently include like bedrooms and a kitchen, or are we specifically yeah. talk? Okay, because I was yeah. going to say a kitchen. We must we a have kitchen. a kitchen, but that's not our luxury. Yeah. So no, I will. Oh, well, you look skeptical. No, no, no. Kitchen's allowed. Okay. okay. Say we're yeah. not going. We're not like that cruel. We wouldn't just make you <laughs> be there. Make us postmates yeah. everything. I mean, I'd, <laughs> if we were that cruel, I'd definitely be thinking bathroom before kitchen. <laughs> oh well, we prioritized yeah. food pretty hard there, didn't yeah. we? Although Matt, you are in the woods, so the great outdoors, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to throw <laughs> some things out there. Throw it at me. Do we want a theater situation? Do we want a Ooh. hot tub? Do mm. we want a sauna? A Ooh. cold plunge? Can we have a hot tub, sauna, and cold plunge? Can they be a pa- Just package a s- deal? Hang on. Just- no bundles! <laughs> Shit, no! Even a sauna bundle. <laughs> spa bundles are also out. Spa bundle, exactly. The spa bundle's think- out. When I think about creativity, I think some self-care item is really important. I think the hot tub is the most self yeah. self care that is maybe a little bit less about health and more about soul. Yes, because sitting in the hot tub yes. under the stars with a good glass of wine Ooh. is gonna inspire some great music. Yeah. If you ask me, yeah, I think that's is that it. I love the hot tub. That idea. that's that's probably it. Yeah. I think that's a unanimous yes. no compromise in the rain, needed. We experience in that. the rain in yeah. the snow. Oh. Oh. I'm sure that Mike from Incubus has a hot tub. We could take his. <laughs> we'll we'll trade him a one free use in our hot tub for his guitar. I think that's a, an equal trade. Okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to steal somebody's hot tub. Elton John's hot tub. Why not? <laughs> Buy new with a hot tub is my rule of thumb. I agree. <laughs> I, say so I agree. You don't know what's happened in yeah. a used hot tub. Yeah. It's very sketchy. 
No. <laughs> salt water hot tub though. Salt, salt water. water. Okay. Salt water. Yeah. Oh. No chemicals. Salt water. Okay. No. Ca- okay. Yeah. No yeah. chemicals. We're in the redwoods. We don't want to bring chlorine mm-hmm. in that. I just feel like I'd have really red out. eyes while looking at the stars with salt water. <laughs> it probably feels great. Hot tub. I mean, if we're really dreaming, hot tub with like. It's a custom hot tub with beautiful mosaic tile work Ooh. that's imported from Italy. Istanbul. Italy. Oh, or yeah. Italy. It's got a tile from our favorite places yeah. in the world. Like a Roman mosaic hot tub. Okay, okay. Yes. We've gone on a tangent here. But yes. anyway, yes. Let's, yes. let's round this up. That's, that's so, so good. So good. Okay, well, all that's left to say is thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, and dreaming about your forever studio with us. Um, we've had so much fun having you on. So thank you so much, Cruella. Thank you, Chris and Will. Absolutely amazing. That was such fun. Love it. Big thanks to Cruella once again for coming on the show. Uh, Loving those choices. What about the guitar, eh, Will? I'm I'm a fan, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you, I I didn't know much about it, but, you know, whatever people want. I'm I'm, going to stay in the hot tub. I think that's that's probably where I belong. I'm going to actually head out to the doghouse for getting that studio name wrong. I don't know if I'll ever recover from this, Chris the shame of it I thought you were talking about your actual dog house there then and I was like um, okay no acoustic treatment in that yeah <laughs> sorry nice nice what's coming up next Will next time we have the multi-monikered producer Lee Mortimer aka Friend Within and Too Far Gone and that's going to be a really good one yes amazing anyway let's catch you all next time for more adventures in Studio Foreverland goodbye bye bye <laughs>